to another episode of A Closer Look, a podcast where we sit and chat about things from Sunday yep. and other theological things. Yeah. Uh, I'm Jason Smith, sitting with David Wojnicki. Hello, hello. Here we are. We're here again. It's funny, we're doing it uh, on Tuesday. We didn't do it on Monday because we're sitting here in the worship center, and it was pouring. <laughs> yes. My wife told me this morning that yesterday was the fifth rainiest day in San Diego since like 18-something. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and it was so, the rain was so loud. So loud. That our mics were picking it up. And, and it was just too much competition yes. between our vocals and the, yeah. uh, our voices and that. So, well. Yeah. Here we are. Uh, in chapter three yesterday. Yep. Yes. and uh, Well, two days ago. But um, so glad that you did divide the sermon up. Because <laughs> what you had to say was there, there was, there was a lot there. And it was good yeah. to be able to take that in. Yeah. And, uh you know, I was I was thinking about this yesterday, and I was going to bring it up in the podcast. You know, some people wonder, well, how do I prepare a message, and what does that look like? You know, and these these last minute things, and, and some of that. It's, and uh, uh, you know, my given week uh, Mondays are usually pretty full for us. Mm-hmm. We have uh, staff mm-hmm. meeting, to kind of wrap up from the weekend and last week, and responding to things. And then uh, Tuesday, like I did this morning, just spend an extended period of time just in study. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know me; I typically like to take meetings like in the afternoon yep. on the mornings that I, that yep. I you know, study. And so, which is even funny because we came in and we were talking about, okay, what are we going to address? Uh, and I was already into this next message. <laughs> was, I'm like, what was I, where, where was I all at? But, um, and, you know, so, so Tuesday morning I'm studying, Wednesday morning I do some study, a little bit more meetings. Thursday I'm trying to wrap everything, you know, up and then uh, try and take a break on Friday, come back, look at it a little bit on Saturday, and then Sunday morning I, I get up early and I, and I go over it. And uh, this was one of those Sundays where, you know, you and I talked on Saturday, you know, I was thinking <laughs> about it. And, uh, and you know, I kind of saw, you know, God's word, it's, it's not a sermon in the sense that it's not, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm delivering yeah. God's word, uh, trying to make passages understandable and, and that way. And so, it, so, you know, you can break kind of anywhere. You want to stick with the flow of it. And, and I realized, yeah, Sunday morning, you know, for sure I was, I'm like, yeah, no, this is where we can stop in the next part. You know, mm-hmm. continues on. So, um, yeah, but it's not as though I'm writing my sermon on Sunday morning and then realize, you know, it's like I came to it and I was like, yeah, no, Jason, you know, this is right. I needed to pause yeah, here. So. Yeah, well, good, 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 yeah. good. Well, we're looking at uh, John the Baptist a lot, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so, well, first, anything that stuck out of the passage for me, I usually ask you that first before I move on to my question. So, anything that stuck out to you? Well, you know, there are a lot of different things. Uh, some of it, uh, actually, the things that kind of most stick out are going to come in the second part. Uh-oh, stuff, so you got to hold it stuff, now. Stuff, stuff, that, I, stuff that I cut. You and, can't uh, it yeah, uh, You know, I, I literally wrote down, I'm like, okay, let's talk about this on a closer look. Okay, well, then let, let, since, since we're looking at John the Baptist, anything yeah. that we can learn from, oh, we've been looking at what Luke has to say. Uh, yeah. Are there other things that we can learn from the other Gospels about John? Yeah, you know, I said something in the message that... Every gospel communicates at times something a little bit different. Yes. It gives us a little more information. When I'm preaching through Luke, I'm not going to all that often like go to the other gospels mm-hmm. to <laughs> to to pull in at a given moment unless it's kind of helpful for some background information. And the reason for that is because Luke has his message. He's yes. he's giving the information that that he wants to yes. to give. In fact, I was talking with one of my daughters uh, about something, and uh, this one you know this this one text, and and she was saying, you know. What, is, what does this mean? Remember when uh, Jesus would, uh, went to the woman caught in adultery in the Gospel mm-hmm, of John, mm-hmm, and he mm-hmm. writes in the sand? Mm-hmm. We don't know what he wrote. Right. And so Addie was like, you know, what do you think he wrote? And, and then she's like, well, if we don't know, then it doesn't 
yes. doesn't matter kind of a thing. Um, and, uh, and so the same thing with Luke's gospel, he's trying to communicate something, but there is some other stuff on John the Baptist that Luke's gospel doesn't say, but you know, like, like Matthew's gospel, um, in Matthew chapter three, he talks a little bit more about John. Uh, he gives us a little bit, a better picture. Like in Matthew three, he says, now John wore a garment of camel's hair and a leather belt around his waist and his food was locusts and wild honey. <laughs> Uh, so we've been talking about John as a preacher and people are attracted to him. But now imagine you go out into the desert yeah, to the wilderness yeah, to be baptized yeah. by this guy and you're hearing message. Hey, John's this great preacher and he's saying this message. And then you get out there and you're just like, this guy, I mean, right. I'm going to say this lovingly and gently. He, like he would have looked like oh, crazy and homeless yeah. in one, one yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. just that outfit was not the style of the day. Minimal clothing to cover himself <laughs> and then his <laughs> diet <laughs> of, uh, <laughs> of locusts and honey. So powerful preacher, but nothing would have physically, <laughs> I think, drawn people to him. If anything, they would have thought that would have been a put off yeah, 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 in yeah. Some, some way. So, and so of course, he detail. goes on to say that um, uh, he's unworthy even to tie the sandals of Christ, yes, right? Yes, right. Yep, yep. That was what we saw. Uh, and so there's this uh, discipleship, disciple-rabbi relationship yeah. mm -hmm. um, that I'm not sure that we fully grasp. Mm -hmm. So how would they have viewed that kind of relationship back then? Yeah, I gave us a little window into it on Sunday, but you know, that's one of those statements when he says, I'm unworthy to... Yeah, I am... I'm not worthy. Yes. <laughs> I know, it's so... It's like yes. all these double negatives. Yes. I'm not worthy to untie his yes, sandal. And, uh, and what that statement immediately meant to everybody who was listening there was, oh, we understand John to see himself not purely as a disciple of mm -hmm. Jesus, but something even lower than, than a disciple in comparison mm -hmm. to. Because back mm -hmm. then, if I was to be your disciple, if you were going to be my rabbi, I'd come to you and I'd say, Jason, uh, I want to study under you. I want to mm -hmm. learn from, from you. And eventually, the purpose of my learning from my rabbi is so that one day I could, guess what, be... Mm -hmm. a, a teacher. Yeah. I could fulfill yeah. that role, but I want to learn from you. And I would, you would, a good rabbi wouldn't be vindictive or anything like that, but, we, but you know, I would basically say, I'm your slave. I'm going to mm -hmm. follow mm -hmm. you deeply. And so when Jesus says, go make disciples, we're going to talk about that in the next yeah. few weeks. That whole idea of discipleship was a total commitment, except... Except if you were my rabbi, the one thing I wouldn't do was touch your feet. <laughs> and, uh, and I know you don't like feet, Jason. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> but, but you just, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't be required to. The, mm. the mm. rabbi couldn't mm -mm. demand of you to untie his sandal. And uh, John says, wait a second. You need to know me. Uh, Jesus is so much of a greater teacher mm. than, than mm. me mm. that not only am I just wholly committed to, to you know, to him, but... But like I'm just on this level where I shouldn't even be allowed to touch him. I should yeah. be able to come, come near him and even take off his his sandal, implying like not only is he not Jesus not dirty, but he is so much yeah. more than more than yeah. that. So, so one of the things we lose, and we're going to talk about this next few weeks in our series that we're doing outside of the Gospel of Luke, is what does it mean to be a disciple? Yes, it's yes. lost on us. Mm -hmm. I think it's lost on us just the the serious commitment of yeah. what, what that is, but a beautiful commitment that yeah. what that is. So. Yeah, that's yeah. what I would. That's what I'd say, kind of about that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. That's great. Um, who goes on? As you were talking Sunday, is that Jesus would come and he'd baptize because John's mm. baptizing, right? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. And he says, "Hey, the one that comes after me, he's going to baptize with spirit and fire." Yeah. And we hear a whole lot of different things on baptism, mm -hmm. baptism of the spirit. How many baptisms are there? Yeah. 
Help us out, Dave. Yeah. Help us out here. Let me answer the <laughs> theological questions that have been going on for 2,000 years. Yes. Um, this is one of the things about Scripture, right? Uh, words and their meaning. We come back yes. to this time and again. Yeah. And, and um, you know, let's just take the word baptism for a moment. Okay. At its most base level, and God bless my Presbyterian brothers, but even they would have acknowledged this in its most understood Greek baptizo mm -hmm. means an immersion in yes. something. Uh, so an immersion into. And so when John comes, he's preaching a baptism of a immersion into repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Okay. So, so, so he's like, so, so think about it in that way. I come baptizing you. Now that was physically represented in the dunking underwater and coming right, back down. Right, but the, right. but the baptism of repentance wasn't the act of baptism it's, it's that outward sign of you being baptized into repentance. That you are coming to me and you're saying, I need to repent. Mm, so, I'm, mm, so I'm preparing mm. myself for the coming of Messiah because I recognize, recognize my sins. So, so the, the going down of the water is your yeah. full immersion yes. into that. That's how I understand it. So then when John comes in this, and, and I'm going to make a statement here. The baptism of John, like we said last week, was not the baptism that we do today. It's a different type of immersion, if you will. You know? But then when he, when he comes, he talks about Jesus. He says, listen, I baptize you with water. Hmm. He's going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. and fire. Mm -hmm. and, and those two things are connected by the preposition with. So he's going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. So he's not talking about two different baptisms here. It's not like you're going to be mm -hmm, baptized mm -hmm. with the Holy Spirit and baptized with fire. He's talking about one baptism, two components. Mm -hmm. This immersion with the Holy Spirit, this immersion into to fire. Two components of, of one work of Jesus Christ. So we're not looking... All right, I'm just going to make my theological. This is, this <laughs> is, this is why we do the podcast. Yes, yes. This is to say my theological understanding is that this is one baptism. So you can't be baptized with the Holy Spirit and not baptized with fire. And you can't be baptized with mm -hmm. fire and not with the, with the Holy Spirit. And, and that when the Holy Spirit comes, as we see then evidenced in the book of Acts and throughout... It's a one-and-done thing. Mm -hmm. The baptism comes of, the, of Christ. He sends his spirit upon you once, and he seals you, as the book of Ephesians says, and he stays with you. It's not the Holy Spirit comes to you and then leaves you and all these things. So you must read the scriptures in the framework of the entirety of God's word. And so some people come and say, you know, have you received the baptism of the Holy Spirit? If you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, yes, yes. that's what's come. Because yes. you've been both refined yes. and you've been judged and you've been given the spirit. So you said refined and judged, and yeah. that points to the fire aspect. That, yes, yes that, that points to fire. So, you know, baptism of the spirit is the coming Holy Spirit, and the fire is this, is this judgment of God. And for the Christian who's in Christ, it's not a, it's not a judgment to be feared, mm -hmm. because with, mm -hmm. with Christ you come and you, you judge, and you're, you're cleansed of your sins. Mm -hmm. you, you are proven as though your faith were as refined by fire, right? Yes. Like Peter picks yeah. up on this, the other New Testament authors... And, uh, and so Jesus is coming with his judgment. He's dividing. He's dividing yeah. those. He's like, when you're baptized with fire, if you're in Christ, you will remain because you'll also have the spirit, right? Yeah. He can't forsake himself. But those who don't receive that when, when, when he comes, you know, it's a judgment unto death. And, and, and Luke goes right into the, the, the fork. Yeah. The, the winnowy uh, fork. I mean, just yeah. gives a great example. He's like, yeah. what are you? Are you, are you the wheat? Or are you the chaff? And that's, that imagery is all throughout. And by the way, you know, we hit on this. This, that 
that John says here, and I know I sound like a broken record, is pointing to the divinity of Jesus yes. time and time again. Yeah. Who can send the Spirit? Yeah. Who can judge? Only God. <laughs> Jesus, only God who can. can only forgive sins? Only God. So he's saying this person has mm. to be mm-hmm. divine. Mm-hmm. He has yeah. to be. He has to be divine. And so, um, yeah, our position as a church, you know, on these things. So then, so then now we're talking about different baptism when Jesus says, "Go therefore, make disciples, mm. baptizing mm. them in yes. the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit." Now, now the, we're that the water baptism is that outward sign of the inward work that God yes. has, has done for yeah. us. Yeah, you know, and uh, so so that's how I think that's how we understand those things. This is yeah. this is what I think is. Yeah. Is happening here. No, that's great. Yeah. That's helpful. Yeah. That's helpful. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> and so now we're going to be on a four or five week pause yep. of Luke. Yep. 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 So we look at our, um, well, one, our mission statement, then how we live that out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's going to be, you know, for, I think for us, um, I'm, I'm loving Luke. You know, we preach exegetically here, um, works in an expository church, you know, I should say. And so we go through books of the Bible and then every so often we, we take these breaks and, uh, um, and this is one of those times for us to stop as a church, you know, um, we're going to be in Luke for a while. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and just say, who are we as a church? What is God's plan? What's his, what's his purpose, you know, for us? And, uh, and are we all clear, you know, on that? And, uh, so I'm, I'm excited to take the next few weeks and, and look at that and you'll be doing one of those messages. Yeah. You know, we, we talked a little bit about that coming up. So, um, yeah, it'll be good. And then, and then we'll jump back in. We'll finish the rest of this, this story, <laughs> uh, and what happens. In fact, this will be the first time that we see when we come back to Luke, and there was a little method to the madness in this. This is why I knew I could break the message up, is because when we come back to it, this will be the first time in Luke that we see Jesus as a grown man. Okay. And, uh, and I figure, you know what? We haven't seen him yet. You know, we haven't seen him. And this actually initiates his ministry because of what happens as we see Jesus being baptized. And why is Jesus baptized? Mm. You know, why does he submit himself to that? And and what happens there is just so so powerful. Yeah, no, that's a great question. Why is Jesus being baptized? Trust me, I I, I already wrote that part of the message. That's already ready. Uh, A few weeks from now, we'll we'll, we'll be all We're looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. I am too. I am too. All right. Well. As always, thanks for no, sitting and chatting yep. and looking forward to it. And as yeah. always, too, we encourage you know people if they have questions, we get those every so often. Yep. You know, they send them in. We we appreciate that. Yeah, questions if, at vccc.org. Yeah, great. Yeah, so, all right. We'll see you have Sunday. A great week. We'll see you next time.